welcome to God Stories Radio Session 8. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And we're here on a very special edition Monday night, right after Real Men. Couldn't be any better. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm, we always talk about Real Men, you know, the night after, because we, right. we're normally taping the but show we're on only Tuesdays. half an hour away but from my it. my goodness. I mean, just coming off Real Men, we may have to start a trend. <laughs> That's amazing. We'll see how it comes. Oh my gosh, getting to listen to the testimonies and and the small groups. It, as John said tonight, I I think we're involved in a movement. Uh, we're Very starting much to so. see a movement of men that are standing up for themselves. Mm-hmm. But we have a very special guest in the kitchen tonight. Uh, hence the uh, the special Monday night edition. And he's Mike, is his name. How you doing tonight, Mike? Very good. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, it's uh, our pleasure. And uh, Mike is a small groups teacher uh, for real men and also is leading up the uh, Every Man's Battle I spoke about briefly on the last podcast. You know, I've been after Mike. I know he's really busy. I really appreciate you stopping by tonight and telling us a little bit about your testimony because I know Every Man's Battle, not at not everybody may be familiar with the book, but uh, I know everybody's familiar with the battle and whatnot. And I know it's a, a pretty sensitive subject. Uh, I have seen a lot of men that are starting to come forward, and I guess that we're starting to educate the men uh, that, that they're in a serious battle. Right. And it still all comes them. down to talking about it is the healing part of it. That's right. Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. We Thanks again for coming, man. We're so excited. No, no to problem. Have you I appreciate here. it. Uh, first of all, facilitator would be the word. I'm definitely not a every man's battle leader. Um, I uh, have read the book, and it has changed my life and uh, and my marriage, and the way I live my life. So I figure um, the best thing we can do with that is to uh, make sure other men see it, understand it, able to go through it, um, are able to talk about it, and. Uh, um, one of the steps in doing that is removing the hidden, the hidden part of it, which all of us tend to do, to hide things and to put it, put it in the closet um, with all the things that uh, uh, we don't want to talk about. And uh, as we, as we drag, uh, we drag it out and we talk about the, the hidden side of it and, and bring it out and be able to, to learn from each other and uh, be able to, to talk about um, the battle, the plan that we each have to have to win the battle, and what it means to actually be in that battle versus living in a world that is, um, uh, simply put, just um, evil when it comes to this stuff. I mean, we're, if you don't know you're in a battle, you, uh, you already lost this. Um, and uh, it is so, it's so important for our families, our marriages, uh, the livelihood of our children. You know, it, uh, the only way we can get this on the right track is to make sure that we, uh, we, we grab a hold of it and um, do everything we can to, to be uh, as clean uh, to win this battle. So a little bit about you know what got me there. About four and a half years ago, I, uh, no relationship with Christ. Uh, grew up near a church, you know, in terms of my, my, my folks, but it wasn't a, uh, anything I grabbed a hold of. Um, so four and a half years ago, a th- couple of things came to a head, and the, uh, my path at that point was, uh, was definitely towards destruction. Um, at that point, I'd been married, um, a second marriage. So, I mean, I was already in the statistics of, of failed marriages, and I was well on my way to failing a second marriage, all, all due to me. Um, but my path had pride, power, uh, idle tree of sports, working out, friends. I mean, you name it, 
I put everything above my wife and family. And it's kind of uh, it's it's kind of sad because when you look back on it, wow, you know, if I could have got this sooner, I, I know I could have uh, could have really influenced even um, even my children in in different ways. While I am now, it'd be nice to have some more time on that. But those paths were were the ones that were obvious, and anyone could probably have pointed those out. But the the hidden one for me was sexual immorality. Uh, personally, it was adultery and uh, addiction to pornography. It was all hidden. And uh, that one, that one almost destroyed me and the mar- and my marriage. And um, I would have told you, because there was no relationship with God, that the marriage was over at that point. Since um, when when this was all un unhidden, uh, my wife had any every reason in the world to kick me to the curb, and I just assumed that was going to happen. But you know, God has a funny way of answering prayers. And uh, my wife had been praying, has a relationship with God, and had one, and been praying for me and our marriage. Um, for years, not even knowing what she was praying for. Uh, she, she knew uh, that she was praying for us and for, for whatever had to happen, but um, she didn't know what it was. She didn't know anything was going on be, behind the, the scenes like this. So she had been reading it, you know, reading the Bible daily, um, praying. This is well over five years at the time when this all came crashing down. And uh, she prayed for the change, you know, and again, not knowing what it, what it was that she was praying for. And actually... Um, probably uh, not sure that um, uh, if, if somebody would have told her, yeah, you need to pray for these two things, she probably wouldn't have, uh, have known that. And, and that's where God really, you know, just he knows what, you, what, what the prayers are for, whether you do or not. And it's, it's, it's awesome to see him work. God used his word and, um, and, and my wife's faithfulness to, to prepare her for uh, my brokenness. We were at the counselor's office and this was all all uh, Christian counselor and this has all come to a head it was all as far as I was I thought over and he asked um, he had us separated he asked us individually what do we want from this and when he brought us back together he said again to me you know what do you want from this and and I said I just want to be clean you know and I probably assumed at that point what clean meant to me was you know I, I really don't want this stuff but I also probably am had I also probably don't want the marriage either with no relationship with God and not understanding all that and you know and what's another failed marriage when you already have one I didn't understand at the time when I said I want to be clean that God had a different plan for clean and um, you know it reminds me of Psalm 51 5110 creating me a clean heart O God and renew a right spirit within me or 51 2 wash me thoroughly through my inequity and cleanse me from my sin mm-hmm. and I think he took that my I want to be clean and Everything at that moment pretty much changed when the therapist turned to my wife and said, what do you want from this? Instead of kicking me to the curb, she put her hand on my shoulder and uh, began to speak to me for 20 minutes in a way that um, neither of us could really tell you what was said at that moment. But I can tell you when you look over to the therapist and his chin's on the ground, uh, <laughs> what she was saying and how she was saying it and the, the um, forgiveness what God wants from us, wants from me, and her saying she wants to give this a chance did change me. And um, that's the moment I looked to four and a half years ago as when I uh, was saved. And um, that changed everything at that moment. Um, I, I know at that point I was dirty and then I was clean. I was a, a, a hypocrite, a phony, a fake. I mean, I, you know, I, I was a poser. Um, but then I was God-fearing and loving. It was just all right there. I was full of pride and selfishness, self-centered. I became humble. 
I'm still working on the humble. You know, I think that's something I always <laughs> I have to work all, on. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and God helps you do that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Do it uh, for you sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I, I, I actually want to put others first now instead of always, you know, always, always have putting myself first. And I, you know, I could have, I could have justified it so many ways of why I put myself first. I grew up with nothing. I deserve this. I work hard. Blah, blah. You know, you got justifications all day long and Satan has a great way of, of teaching those to you and showing mm-hmm. those oh, to yes you. Yes, he does. Yeah. So instead of it being all about me and me and me, I, I really turned around. And it was all about God, my wife, and, and my family. So I, you know, don't live for me. I live for them. And I really have to credit from that point on a couple of things that that um, that really helped us. And, and one of them is every man's battle. And the other one is a two becoming one, um, a marriage, um, cl- biblical marriage class that real life also, also is... Uh, Will, will allow couples to take, and it's not just real life. It's a, a number of um, churches in the area as well as uh, North Carolina is where they're based, actually. Um, but Every Man's Battle was a personal one that two weeks in of being saved, uh, a man at, at our prior church gave to me. He had no idea what my past was, but yeah, he gave me that book, um, as well as uh, a handwritten note said, uh, you know, I think you ought to read this, and and um, 1 Corinthians ten thirteen is something you probably need to, to know. He didn't know my past, but yet that's pretty much uh, hitting the... Uh, the nail on the head. So, at that point, as we as we will come forward four and a half years later, uh, you know, my wife and I are able to uh, lead different groups. We we lead a two becoming one class. Um, we grow stronger in Him and each other. We we both we both have a serve a servant mentality. And uh, I think when I see when I look back on where I was, and I'm just disgusted sad and then any word you can come up with the only thing that gets me out of that is knowing but where are we now and we're not divorced if anything and and my wife will tell you um this is a marriage that we probably couldn't have dreamed of and it took some major mountains to get there um and there are still going to be speed bumps but we are um heading in a direction that that i am just thrilled with and and i know that it's making god smile so i think you know, when it comes to every man's battle as the book, one of the uh, taglines under there is everyone's guide to winning the war on sexual temptation, one victory at a time. And, you know, it talks, we're talking lust, we're talking pornography, we're talking just the normal um, uh, sexual immorality that will, will uh, approach every man in this world, whether you're a Christian or not. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to ask you... Um, the uh, the book also talks about you know making a plan and I think that you're you're probably about to touch on that and then you said the statement earlier that that uh, making God smile that statement is incorporated in, as part of the plan and I, d- I d- wanted you to, to touch on that a little bit as far as how you incorporate that with with your plan to combat the the things that are most tempting. I, I tell you, the the plan is is key. I think Justin, Pastor Justin, was great at his uh, uh, King David and Bathsheba message um, from the story uh, a couple months ago. He talked about having a plan, and you 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 have to have a plan. You can't just assume that because you know the word, you will be able to just avoid all temptation. You have to have a plan, and um, I think my plan starts with making God smile. What can what what am I going to do that's going to glorify God and make Him smile? And all, all the other pieces of this kind of fall in under that umbrella of 
what's going to make God smile? I mean, you could, you could do with, uh, what would Jesus do? You can go with anything for me. It's what's going to make God smile. Um, the, we are, we are, uh, uh, surrounded by socially acceptable, um, habits in this world, whether that's, um, improper dress, men gawking, whatever, whatever you want to go through the, the, whatever they are, they're, they're socially acceptable. I mean, you can, you can look at anybody you want, you can think whatever you want. And it's, you're, if anything, if you're, you're a guy's guy, if you're having that conversation with other guys, Hey, look at her, you know, it's, it's, it's all part of that. Where we have to get out of is, is eliminating those socially acceptable habits in our lives and replacing those with make God smile habits. And making God smile is, a, is not <laughs> socially acceptable at times, actually. Uh, it's not, it doesn't follow those same habits. Um, you have to go against, the, against the, uh, the grain. You have to be in the minority, and you have to make changes in your life that may actually um, look strange to others who don't understand uh, what you're trying to do. Um, but when you do it, and you can keep, keep your, uh, that plan that um, you have to put together, man, he's smiling. You know, like back what you said uh, about it being socially acceptable. And I've actually heard one of the men describe it as having scales over your eyes. And once you make that commitment to change, the Lord removes those scales. You are privy to, I should say, things that you've come desensitized to. You know, the gawking, the looking, the staring. Gosh, with 50% divorce rate in the church, I just... I just heard that today, Mike. Really? Yep, 50% divorce rate. So this is a rampant problem. I imagine a lot of it stems from that, sure. If you would, Mike, just talk a little bit about accountability and, and kind of what what you had to do to make yourself accountable. Well, I think I think the uh, the, the word accountable is, is pretty self-explanatory. I mean, you, you're, one, held accountable to God for everything we do. We're going to have Amen. a judgment day, and, and you know— I do not want to stand in front of him, and I, I, I have a visual of, of this, of the DVR remote in his hand, and him going back and hitting rewind, and hitting rewind, and hitting rewind, and pausing on things and looking at me, and you know, I don't want there to be a. <laughs> after that moment of I want to be clean, that's what I want that video to be. You know, I want that to be a fast forward of him smiling as, hey good job good job good job and um not what it would be prior to that which would be a look of disappointment in the in 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 any father's eyes um so you know being accountable to him and understanding that this is all uh all he's calling us to do you know it it doesn't matter what the rest of the people in this world are doing he's called me to do something that i have to i have to live my life accordingly and there are a number of things you do, you know, the accountability of uh, uh, whether it's a software package, whether it's having a men's group, whether um, uh, focusing more of your time in the word than, than in the newspaper or in magazines or in whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, there are so many there are so many ways you need to do that. And everyone's going to have a little difference, uh, different ways of doing it. I, I think that um, the key for all of it, though, is that men have to be able to get the hidden part of this out and talk with whether it's other men whether it's whatever it is they need to get the understanding that it is every man's battle and that it's not something that oh well i don't deal with that because that's where the socially acceptable is they don't deal with it because they don't realize it's a it's a problem exactly and i spoke to john durham about that last week about having safe haven for men to confide in other men Mm mm-hmm 
to have a place to go. We're taught that you don't, you don't air your dirty laundry. And uh, Mike, there was uh, something else that I heard was mentioned as well as uh, elaborate on bouncing the eyes. Yeah, so Every Man's Battle, he, he, um, the author is two authors, and they do a great job of, of talking about um, the things they have dealt with and how, and how they've, uh, what tools um, and methods they've created to, to combat that in this world. And um, bouncing the eyes is, is a huge part of this because there is no way for you to walk this earth without having stuff thrown in front of you, unless you close your eyes, right? That's it, and you're not going to be able to walk if you do that. But you have to be able to look away, and that, and that is called bouncing the eyes. I mean, if I, if I have a split second of, oh, that's not what I'm going to be looking at, and I, and I bounce away in that split second and communicate with God from that moment on, going, oh, Lord, thank you again for giving me not only the speed to look away, but the desire to look away, the desire to please you, the desire to honor my wife. All the all your past thoughts are gone. You know right. you're already forgotten that you were even bouncing. And you're like, this is great, Lord. Thank you, thank you for what you've provided me and given me. And typically, you know, if you can tie to becoming one in that, what you end up what you end up with towards your you know in your prayer is, you know, you've given me a gift. It's my wife. I accepted that gift, and I I'm grateful for that gift, and I'm going to treat that gift like whether it's fine china or whatever's the most valuable possible possession can be, but. That's a gift you've given me, and I'm going to glorify you and honor her. And bouncing the eyes is part of that. There's something that's the, that's going to be something that you do just to be able to live and walk through the through through life. Um, and that's not a I'm looking for five seconds and bouncing my eyes. That's a immediate. Uh, there is no waiting time. There is no chance for that for any kind of look. Uh, whether it's a billboard, whether it's a um, newspaper ad, whether it's an internet ad, doesn't matter doesn't matter what it is. It's a, it could be a person. It could be somebody walking in the lobby. It could be any, any, anywhere, anytime. You have to have a plan to bounce your eyes. And you've been labeled yourself as uh, kind of an extremist at this. You know, with your past, you've had to, to really grab a hold of it, take an extreme course of action. But for the listener out there that's, that's listening right now and saying, you know what, that's me, what would you suggest would be the next step? to somebody that's that's listening out there, possibly not local to us where they can plug in, but what would you say would be the next step? Well, I think if anyone wants to change, and part of this, part of what's funny about this is I think as you get into every man's battle, you realize there are so many other things that we just do on a normal course of the day that we don't even realize, and that's where that scales, you know, the scales exactly. off your eyes. Right. And, um, if, if somebody's having these problems and they, they know, wow, this is, this is my story too. What do I do? You know, the first thing is, is you got to turn to God. You've got to turn to prayer. You have to have, you have to have a commitment to him to say, I need you to change me because I can't change on my own, but with you and, and, and with your leadership and with your guidance and, and with you opening my eyes to what I should be doing by giving me things, books like this, every man's battle, um, men's small groups, um, people older, wiser, who have already gone through it that I can talk to, those changes happen. I'm an extremist, so it's, it's kind of, it's kind of uh, all, you know, the, 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 the all or none is a, is a um, uh, you have no choice in that. It is all or none. You can't, right. you can't just say, well, I'm going to bounce my eyes, but I want to look at R-rated movies. No, that's not the way this works. I mean, no. you got to make a choice that you are going to change everything. And in doing that, um, finding, finding other men that you can, you can talk to whether finding if, if, if you feel a Christian counselor, you need, you need to 
expose the hidden parts that you've you've had in the closet for too long. Well, I was one of those guys that was oblivious to having a problem. And what opened me up to the fact was when I gave my testimony a couple of weeks ago and God showed me those scriptures, you know, you flip over to Mark and you read all those portions in red where he says, you know, with ask anything in my name, just believe and right. you can receive it. And I'd, I, I would ask the Lord, what is the missing ingredient in my life? Why don't I see these things manifest? What is, I've given you everything. I feel like my heart is 100% dedicated to you. What is the missing ingredient? You know, not to make it sound like a puzzle or a pizza or anything like that. God drops his book in my lap. And somebody turned to me and kind of similar to what happened to Mike, didn't know my past and just said, are you going to go to that class? Mm -hmm. He's good at doing that. And <laughs> I, I went, well, well, I guess so. And uh, I committed to go to the class, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, and I'm glad that, that um, men are stepping forward and, and willing to educate. I'm glad we had Mike here tonight to talk about it. Oh, absolutely. More information, Mike, on the Oh, class. for Every Man's Battle, the study is on uh, the, the Real Life website. Um, you can find us there. And we're, we're in the middle of one study, but I'm guessing we're going to be starting another one in a couple of weeks just because this is um, we're getting a lot more interest as we continue to go, go forward. Um, I'd like it to be something that kind of coincides with two becoming one. I mean, I, I really do feel like this is a uh, – there's, there's, there's two pieces, you know. It's – it's my battle, but it's also my marriage and, and, and what I'm going to do with it going forward. So I think if you can do every man's battle and you can do two becoming one, you have just, wow, what a, what a sword and a shield. Wow, mm -hmm. you know, exactly. That you your wife is very much in the battle. That's right. <laughs> very much a part right. of that battle. She, she's definitely she's part of it. She's no doubt um, about you know, it. My, my wife gets the mail. I don't get the mail. Um, she, she cleans the mail up and you know, hands me the stuff I need. And uh um, we have a, a, a an app for the phone or for the computer called um, plugged pluggedin.com movie review. We don't go to any movie that uh, hasn't been filtered through our uh, pluggedin.com. We'll go in and we go right down to sexual content, and if it passes sexual content, we go down to crude language. If it passes that, then we'll go. And some weeks, if we decide we're going to a movie, we may go see a cartoon. Because that might be the only <laughs> thing left after you're done with pluggedin.com. Or the are the old westerns like you talk yeah, about. Yeah, the old all westerns the are my favorite. I love I love DVRing old westerns. They're just great. There's nothing, you know. I mean, okay, there is a little death, but um, it's it's not like you know the movies nowadays. I mean, this is I like this stuff. It's good. Oh yeah. But yeah, you you'd be surprised how many movies you um uh, you probably walk out laughing at and and and. Uh, happy to have seen and if you really think about how much did that please God how much did he really smile yeah very few yeah. and far between you had a you were talking earlier this evening about a some an email tip you know something that you you do with your home page and internet and yeah, stuff like um, that uh, so you know one of the biggest things that happen with the internet happens with the internet is you know we honestly just want to read the news you just want to read the news you know so you know i'm i'm gonna just i want to i want to read what's going on with this sports figure or i want to read what's going on with uh with egypt uh, it doesn't matter but as soon as you click on that that uh link of headlines now you're in the middle of all the junk because you know, this is where they mm -hmm. this is where the, where the, the advertisements, yeah, all all the advertisements they're all right. over the place so you know you need pop-up blockers you need you need to look into um, uh, even even some ad blockers. I know I know Apple has an has a free ad blocker, which is great. 
But then what I do is I set up my Yahoo page to be nothing but headlines. There's nothing but headlines on that thing. There's no ads, there's, there's nothing, there's no banners, it's just headlines. I read the headlines. If there's something I wanna know more of, I ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's also um, an accountability program and your wife gets that report. Yeah, so I did um, I did a lot of research on these because so many of them are, they are, well, we'll block this site, but then there, there's so many things that, that are out there. Accountability to you, and that's accountability, the number two, Y-O-U, um, $5 a month. And I tell you, that's the, that's the one I have found has the greatest amount of, of um, accountability. And, and the report can go to anyone you send to and, or you want to send it to, and I send it to my wife. Um, it gives her everything, you know, and, and uh, it's partly, you know, one, it's accountability, but two, you know, I, I have, I have hurt her, you know, four and a half years later, it doesn't matter. I have hurt her. Um, I cost, I cost, uh, I took away a lot of trust and I, I have caused some insecurities and that's my fault. I, I made choices. Whether the enemy was at play or not, doesn't matter. Those were choices I made. I can't blame anybody but me. But now that, you know, I'm living for Christ I want to have those things t- taken away from me. I want to make sure that I'm that I'm clean and to l- let her have a report. And I know it's going to be clean because I mean that's where I'm at these days. You know, that's why I'm I'm good. Amen. I want her to have it. I want her to feel better. I want her to see what God's doing in in both of our lives. Um, hence why we we uh, are happy to lead to becoming one because we feel like it's helped us so much and it's just one of those classes that every couple should take whether things are great and you want to get greater or whether things are just okay and they want to be you want to be great that it's a it's a great class to take just about just being aware of of all the different ways the world throws stuff at you well you isn't know? that the truth it's just they mm-hmm. it, they just you know the internet's just one of them i mean it in billboards commercials i do not watch commercials you know i mm-hmm. if it's not dvr'd don't DV, you know DVR is the greatest invention. Uh, I feel bad <laughs> to really the commercial is. people, but I don't watch commercials. Football, football. Um, you know, if you watch a football game, all the commercials in there are just you know inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to get up and do something else, or DVR past it. That's you just got to make simple choices. Mm-hmm. Simple choices. That's make, for sure. Make That's God smile. Yeah, make God smile. Absolutely. I love that. I do too. Well, Mike, thanks for stopping by the kitchen tonight. We really appreciate it. We know you're busy. We just appreciate you spending some time with us. Please come back anytime. Truly my pleasure, guys. I appreciate the I'm invite. sure there's a lot of people out there that will uh, benefit from this. Absolutely. And if you have um, any questions you'd like to ask Mike or, or any questions about this show, make sure you blog us or contact us on uh, GodStoriesRadio.com, uh, at GodStoriesRadio on Twitter. And uh, Facebook. And then come to Real Men on Monday nights. <laughs> come to Real Men on Monday nights because uh, if you can't tell by this radio show, we're a little fired up about it because we spend the first usually five or ten minutes talking about it. So, and, but, and, and if anyone is out there and you hear any of our our sessions and you have anything that you would like to comment on, either good or bad, we'd love to hear from it. So please do that. Please do that. We're out of time for now. This was Session 8 of God Stories Radio. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. God bless. God bless.